Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast. And today I have the pleasure to be speaking with 28-time marathoner and longtime industry veteran Luke Rowe, the general manager and senior vice president for compression sock brand CEP. Luke began his career more than 40 years ago at a small running and tennis shop in Bethesda, Maryland, and during his 40-plus year career, he's worked at all levels of sales, including for the former Brooks Sports, that's now Brooks Running, and for Fleet Feet Sports, where he led numerous initiatives, including the Fleet Feet Fit process. For the last two years, Luke has overseen management of the CEP team in the United States, and Luke has personally worn the premium sports brand, which incorporates medical expertise into its products for more than a decade. Good afternoon, Luke. Glad to have you on the Sports Insight Extra podcast today. First, maybe you could provide those who may not be familiar with you a little more about your industry background, long connections to running both personally and professionally, and how you ended up at CEP. So I come from a huge family of runners, and that's how I got started in running. Basically, I think my dad just wanted us out the door. So I started running back in the late 60s as a very young man. I was 78, and I had older brothers who ran track. And so uh, for the most part, it's been a love-hate relationship ever since because I think this is my 50th year. While I was in high school, I actually ran fairly well in high school, and I took a job in a running and tennis shop in Maryland called Racket and Jog. And I worked there while I attended school and then even into college, and actually stayed there all the way through 92, minus four years when I was in the military down at Fort Bragg. So in my roots were running, and then I got involved in the running industry back when Nike was still called Blue Ribbon Sports. But in 1992, I had a chance to move over to Brooks Sports, which at the time was a far cry from the powerhouse brand it is today. And I spent uh, 10 years there starting as a tech rep, and I ended up as vice president of sales. Experienced the rebirth of that brand, learned a lot from that. And many of the things Brooks is known for in the industry started back then. And a lot of the leaders today were with the brand back uh, when I was there. And I think the, the biggest change is they have great product now. We didn't really have that back in those days. Then in 2003, I had the opportunity to come to Fleety and pioneer program that uh, Tom Rayner and Jeff Phillips had created called the management program. The idea was that our stores were so diverse that any one brand would have difficulty trying to service and maintain a relationship with all of them. And so their idea was the brand would support us at Fleet Feed. Fleet Feed would hire a manager and we would become sort of the, the um, communication point between the brand and the stores. And New Balance was the first brand. And that led then to the idea that potentially we could create a fitting process that was consistent throughout the stores. And so I spent most of my 14 years there working with varying vendors that program expended. And I spent a lot of time sort of communicating and educating and teaching people how to sell. And more importantly, creating the expertise that I think Fleet Feed is known for, which is when you walk in there, people know what they're talking about. And then I did that for 14 years. And in the end, uh, I was hired. It, Fleet Feed is a very intense brand. Uh, the people are passionate. There's a lot of small business owners involved in the brand. And I think I just got to the point where I was traveling so much and I, I was kind of worn out. And after discussing things with Jeff Phillips, who was our CEO at the time, thought it was the best time for me to move on. And so I left thinking that I would end up in Europe where my son is. And I kind of have done that because CEP is a German brand, but my neighbor is actually the president of Medi USA, familiar with me from my time at Fleefy. And he asked me, would you come over and manage the CEP brand, which is part of their portfolio? And first I wasn't that interested, but I told him I'd help him. So I went over 
to the offices. They're based near Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Fleet View is in Chapel Hill. And after about three months, I went to them and said, you know what? On second thought, I, I like this. I want to I want to give this a shot because the brand had a lot of potential. It had a great product, but the category itself was a little bit lagging. I had run into CP personally at the Berlin Marathon back in 2009. I was suffering from chronic shin splints, and that's why I started wearing them. And at first, I would only wear them on one leg. Consider this 2009. I didn't, I'm not trendy, so I didn't want anyone to think I was wearing knee-high socks. And so within two weeks, though, the pain was gone and I was hooked. I've not had that pain since. So I was a big believer in CEP before I got here. And that's really how I ended up coming to CEP. And, you know, here I am again, uh, sort of rebirthing a brand, kind of like what we did with Brooke. Now, before we go back to addressing CEP and its current range of products, I want to know if you could, you touched upon in your first commentary, but you could maybe address the overall compression mm-hmm. sock market in the U.S. You know, I read, I can't say I'm an expert in it, but I read a few stories that we had printed in some of our magazines in recent years. And some people had said mm-hmm. it was maturing at the time. That was a two, two or three years ago. I want to know if you can you can talk about whether it's maturing. Is it is the category for both hardcore athletes and aging but active boomers? Is it overcrowded with competitors and brands? And you know how is it evolving? Yeah, yeah. The simple answer would be just to say all of the above. I think in 2017 when I really dived into the business, I found that compression in the U.S. had been built a little bit more on the trend than it had been for the purpose, of particularly graduated compression, which is what we do, where you're working with venous return, getting the blood back to the heart. It was trendy to wear tall socks. I don't think the retailers themselves nor the consumers really invested a lot of time in discovering what compression could do for you. Uh, I was a senior leader at one of the major running retailers in the world, and I don't think I fully understood it at all. And so what I found, which was interesting to me, was that it was it was based more on trend. The trend had passed and that if we were going to take CP to the level that we wanted it to be, we were going to have to take ownership of the category and really start teach and educate people on how to use compression and what compression can do for you. But the key thing is that not all compression is created equally, but we're ruled by Medi Germany, which is Medi USA, and that is a massive producer of medical grade compression. And we are governed by the FDA in the United States, but in all, you know, government agencies across the world because we're making medical claims for our product. And our product is uh, not just CEP, but Medi. And Medi product is reimbursable through Medicare and insurances. And so you have to have a very, very rigid standard. We own our own factories and CEP, even though we don't make the same claims as Medi, is governed by that. And I didn't know that. I thought that if somebody said it was compression, it was all pretty much the same. And that was very eye-opening to me. And I think like myself, most people just didn't understand how graduated compression worked, why that was beneficial. And I think endurance athletes did gravitate towards it. They found the benefits, but I don't think the everyday person did at all. And so our challenge is really more uh, than just the brand CEP. We needed to elevate all the reasons someone might want to or need to use graduated compression. And so obviously we, you know, we hit the endurance events, that's a given, but we're also looking at people who are just in common training, whether it be weight training or just flight running, people who travel, people spend a lot of time on their feet. So one of our biggest customer bases are are nurses and doctors who are using the product all day long so that they feel better when they do go. Uh, for a run. So we're, we plan to champion the category where we go, and we're sure our competitors will stand to benefit from that. But we feel comfortable that we'll continue to win the battle because once you get the product on, I think you really do notice a difference. Specialty stores do a great job in terms of uh, servicing their customers, but is one of the problems with the compression category that maybe people get into a store a setting and don't understand like which product's best for them or why this one's better, brand's better than that and how it will help them? I think you're exactly right again. One of the very first things we did uh, when I got here is 
is I, I took my background at, you know, spending all that time at Sleepy and I said, all right, what, what's the biggest issue? And the reality is when you walk into a running store, you're not somebody who works in the industry or somebody who works in a running store. You can clearly define what the running shoes are and what they will probably do for you. Cause that's what brought you there. But you look around the store and you really don't have an idea of what all these other products are. You just look and you say, well, that shirt's overpriced or this running short doesn't make sense. Or, you know, why do I need a hundred dollar flashlight? I mean, these are the things that go through your mind if you're a consumer. And I don't think we were any different than that. We were, you know, shoved up on the wall. We look like a sock, like a typical sock, but not a $13 one. And so people just didn't have an idea. So we, we created a wall program and we started with Flea Feed, but we're now in 190 uh, different retailers where we actually championed the category. So we just talked about compression. We didn't even focus on CEP as much. And we said, here are three things that compression can do for you. They can help you prepare. They can help you recover. Uh, they can help you perform. We talked about it in terms of traveling. We talked about it in terms of, you know, muscle stabilization, but we also talked in terms of reducing fatigue. And I think that, you know, that's how we're addressing that to make it more important in the stores. And we saw a 30% increase across the board with stores that implemented the wall concept. Really helping to educate the consumer. You're taking that mid-step and helping the retailer and also helping the consumer and explaining everything. Now let's dig deeper into the CEP range of products and where they're typically distributed. Is it only running specialty? And, you know, what makes the brand stand apart from others in the category? Yeah, so it, it is our primary distribution is specialty running and performance-oriented retailers. Uh, you know, we've got some success in some really good larger box retail, like Shields does uh, well with our product in running. And we think that there's a, with some of our outdoor product, as we establish the purposes behind the product, uh, we've got great Merino wool product. We think we'll see continuing success in the outdoor uh, side, which has been growing for us. And then, of course, we have a really robust uh, web business. You know, people like to be able to get in and, you know, shop for what they want to shop for. But that's our primary distribution is running specialty. We make a full range of socks, actually, uh, which most people don't know. We make the tall socks and we make the sleeves, which are the traditional graduated compression product. But we also make uh, no-show socks. We make short socks. And I think that until we launched our new 3.0 product recently, we were priced out of the market a bit. So now we're right in the in sort of the, the main price ranging for those no-shows and those low-cut. They're all built on the same standards as our tall socks, but the compression is more support. It's not graduated because it's not on the the leg. It's on the foot typically and in the ankle. We also have a full range of recovery sock product, which is, you know, things that people can wear on airplanes. They can wear when they're more sedentary. Uh, We make Merino wool outdoor product. We make ski product. And as of next month, we launch a $40 commuter sock product. And we're going to do that exclusively with Fleet Feed and on our website. But this will be full compression with a, a light feeling of cotton. So there's a cotton infusion. So you can wear these products all day long and you don't feel like you're a synthetic sock, but uh, that comes out uh, April 1st, so we're pretty excited about that. And finally today, Luke, I wanted to touch on the 3.0, 3.0 sock. Could you tell our audience a little mm-hmm. bit about the new sock? You know, what What is it made of? How was it engineered? And what makes it special? And who the product's intended, intended for? And, you know, finally, is it available now? Yeah, happy to do that, and it is available now. It's out in all, across all of our distribution. But the 3.0 sock provides a, a true graduated compression, so this is going to be tightest at the ankle, loosest up at the knee to facilitate blood flow. There's a uh, a little more than six miles of yarn in each individual sock. So it's going to give uh, runners and other athletes the kind of pressure that builds confidence and endurance in the, in what they're doing with that product. Uh, it features, like I said, 16 separate yarns, which is more than twice of what we had in our predecessor sock, the 
2.0. It's new and high-tech. The, the high-performance yarns will feature all sorts of things like double function where it can warm you in the winter, but it also cools you in the summer. And we have the studies and the research that support that. So you can actually wear your tall socks in the heat of summer and it cools your leg off, which I think is pretty cool. The new yarn construction and the way they're building it now, the socks are a lot softer and more comfortable. But most importantly for anybody who's, you know, sort of sat on their bed and tried to jerk these socks on with all sorts of tricks like the sock puppet and all sorts of stuff, the, the product is actually easier to put on uh, than it has been before. So you can you can pull it on a, a little bit closer to a traditional sock. It won't slide on super easily, but it now goes on much easier. And then we've incorporated in new moisture management technology into the, the, the yarn itself to keep the foot drier. And all of that comes with the same quality and durability that we've always had. And one of the features that we sort of undersell, but I think is really important, is because of the quality of our product and the fact that it doesn't slide around on your foot is we are virtually blister-free. Very important, obviously, for athletes and non-athletes. Well, thanks, Luke. I've been speaking with Luke Rowe, General Manager and Senior Vice President for CEP in Chapel, North Carolina. You've been listening to the latest edition of the Sports Insight Podcast Extra Podcast. Learn about the latest sports industry news every Monday afternoon at the website or on your mobile device by signing up for a free subscription. And don't forget to catch up and listen to the latest podcast at sportsinsightextra.com or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. I am Bob McGee.